0: Hi Bond Apart listeners, this is Beatrice. Rebecca and I wanted to let you know that if you love us as much as we love you, you can now support us via Patreon. Please check out our page at patreon.com forward slash Podcast and find out what fabulous extras could come your way, such as bonus episodes, notes on what we're thinking about between recordings and the opportunity to ask us anything. Go on. Have a look at patreon.com forward slash Bondapart Podcast. Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice.
1: It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm doing okay. Yes. Good. Yeah. Good. You sound, you sound fairly confident with yeah. that.
0: Yeah. I'm going to the barber's tomorrow. Oh, my word.
1: Do you have a plan?
0: I think whatever plan I had, I think um, my wonderful barber will have their own idea. Mm. So I don't really have a plan. I'll, I'll, I shall go with the flow.
1: Wow. That's very exciting. Mm-hmm. And you go to the person, is it in Shoreditch?
0: Yes, it's in in Bethnal Green, actually. Um, oh right, yeah,
1: yeah. Just so I can imagine. Yeah.
0: You. yeah, no, it's in Bethnal Green. It's a very nice place. She's she's very very nice, and um, Good. yeah, I look forward to it. That I look forward to it too.
1: <laughs> I'm going to get my hair trimmed next week.
0: Ah, so we're synchronized. Yes, I, I'm keeping
1: it long by my standards, long so mm-hmm. chin length for now because it's just it's just too cold. It's yeah. like. Since I'm feeling the benefits of having longer, warmer hair, I can't cope with getting it cut short again at the moment.
0: No, that sounds very sensible.
1: You know, I'm I'm not I'm not reducing the layers for at least four months.
0: No, that sounds really super sensible. I applaud you. Thank you. I think if your hair's already short, you
1: can just it's carry on. It's a different on. thing. Yeah, but. But if you've got that layer, keep that layer. And as you know, I've now got my cashmere hood as well.
0: Oh yes, you do.
1: Oh yes. So I'm 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 layering up.
0: Okay, that sounds very good.
1: Yeah, it was very sad that um, Andre Leon Talley died.
0: Yeah, very sad.
1: I thought Robin Givon, I don't know if you read her her. Um, no, not yet. Mm-hmm. It was really it was really good because I think. It was really good at talking about how important he was and is and will continue to continue to be through his work and, and sort of helping people and highlighting people and kind of showing away and also showing up the racism within mm. fashion. And she also talks about I I think his first memoir, which I think came out about two thousand and three, early early two thousands, I think he's really beautiful because it talks a lot about his relationship with his grandmother who was really important to him and brought him up in North Carolina and she was incredibly kind of well dressed she was a cleaner at, at Duke University and she kind of kept her house really immaculately and dressed really immaculately and I, something I found really touching in the book is he writes about buying her Kislav gloves like buying her beautiful leather gloves and that kind of attention to detail that he then carried into his life I think is really so touching in that book and she mentions she mentions that and I think that's yeah it was just very beautiful I thought. Thanks for mentioning I, ha- I haven't
0: read his um, first memoir so that's definitely one for the list and I'll read the article as well.
1: Yes yeah because because I think The Chiffon t- Trenches is great and I, I listened to that as an audiobook with him reading it which was really special and is of obviously extra special mm. now but i think that first one you just get such a sense of the time and and of growing up under jim crow and of of just what you know these incredibly strong women were doing through bringing up their children and mm. grandchildren and working so hard in that period and how he how and i and i think it then is related to his relationship to diana reeland mm. and sort of you know his attentions to her when she was older so I think obviously his work in the fashion fashion world directly is really important but I think it's also very beautiful his early life and how he how kind of certain ideals and ways of being were instilled into him then oh thank you yeah I'll definitely get that yeah and and how have you how have you been getting on this week I've been back I did my first in-person class for two years. Wow, that must have <laughs> been...
0: <laughs> yeah, I've actually come come from the museum earlier. I had an in-person meeting Wow, um, with quite a few people. We were all quite spaced out, as in space, yes. spatially spaced out. Yes, yes. I, I find it interesting in my case how quickly it seems normal again, but that's when yes, I need to be careful. Funny,
1: yeah, no, it is funny how... You know, it was so nice and the students, the new group, are so lovely and it's so nice to meet them kind of completely, if you know what mm. I mean, which I didn't get to do with last year's group until after they, would you know, they, they were a long way into the mm. course. But, yes, you do, because it's such a familiar thing. It's like your body and your brain clicks back into old ways of yeah. doing things, but as you say, is to have to be careful. Yeah. Um, Yes, but that was nice. And we also went to see the Helen Levitt. Exhibition, yeah, which was I'm so really pleased you saw it was really lovely to see. Having it. told you, yeah. It was it was I really love it. I I really like her work so much. It's so interesting.
0: Yeah, no, I loved it and how it was done.
1: Yes, it's really beautifully curated and I I had forgotten her subway photographs somehow. Mm. So, I enjoyed seeing that because I'm always so fascinated by what people are wearing on the tube. I have to be really careful because I'm always really interested in their shoes. <laughs> And I always want to look at everybody's shoes and then I catch myself like leaning Staring. out. Oh, okay. Because I always want to lean out and look at like the full view of everyone's shoes down the carriage. And then I realize I'm doing it and I'm acting like a crazy person. <laughs> so I kind of lean back and pretend it wasn't me leaning out and studying everybody's shoes. But, you know, if they just put their feet where I could see them, I wouldn't that have would to be do awful. that. You know, I need to take stock. I,
0: I so enjoyed the um event as well.
1: Yes. Wasn't it lovely? It was it was
0: yeah. What did you think? Well, first of all, I thought Lu- it was so Lucy was so poised. Wasn't she wonderful? I thought it was just I was just so impressed with mm. how how prepared she was. I was gonna say no, how well prepared it was, you know, how well thought through, yes. you know, like yes. giving an overview over Danger in the Path of Sheikh—the the entire book, but then picking out one aspect and introducing it, and then
1: reading a bit. And no, she is brilliant, and it's—it's it's so lovely because I've known her for a long time now. She was in the second ever group I had on the MA at, at the Courtauld, so I've known her doing her MA, and she did the dissertation on on um, on haute couture perfume. Uh, which is brilliant and which is going to be published as well in a couple of months. Wow. And then she did the PhD with me which has now formed the basis of this book and she's teaching at London College of Fashion now and she's yeah she's such an inco- accomplished person and she's so lovely and I think that really came as yes. well across as well of what a lovely person she mm, is. Absolutely. So yeah it's it's just so nice and it's so I'm so happy to have her book as the second one for the Fashion, Visual and in- and Material Interconnections series. It's, it's really nice. I was so pleased to hear about the conference. Yes, yeah, mm. that's happening in May and we're just at the moment putting together the programme. So it, it really comes out of this book and, yeah, I think it will be really fun. But, yeah, it was really interesting because obviously I know this material quite well from having um supervised her and then obviously working on the book but it was really great as you say to get the overview um and then the detail I mean what were things that really stood out to you from it so one there are quite a lot of things so one thing Mm. that stood out was
0: that once you start seeing this you see it everywhere yes (laughs) yes that's true that I thought that was really you know I I had you know, obviously, i would seen the Dali and um, mm. maybe the Schiaparelli photo with the the suits with the drawer drawer pockets. Yes. But, I, you know, some things I hadn't seen, but I have seen similar things. I'm absolutely sure, you know, this mm. sort of headless drawings of headless women and that I thought they were just incredible sort of women.
1: Aren't they amazing? Yeah. That beaten drawing where... There's the woman on a chaise longue and then she's holding a head in her hand. It's yeah. amazing. Or the one, was it a Pinpoint, the fashion yes. journal where yes. there are two heads? Yes, yes, so the idea you can try one on.
0: Yeah, or or heads as accessories. Yeah, I wrote yes. that down, a head as a
1: removable accessory. Yeah. No, it it's amazing and I think it's like, it came from when she was doing her MA research that she just kept finding more, because she was going through all the fashion magazines, for perfume things she was seeing these as well and as you say it's like it's cumulative you kind of realize it's not just one or two it's it's consistent throughout the period and becomes more and more overtly violent towards the second world war and it it's such an important reminder of the role representation of fashion plays and not you know not that classic thing that we always find annoying of people saying it reflects society it's part of society Mm. it's part of culture it's part of the way people are trying to kind of express and understand what's happening around them and I think it was so brilliant that she used psychoanalysis so she was using contemporary theorists or or theorists developing out of into war theory, if you see what I mean. Yes. Um, to understand what was going on. I thought that was incredibly well done and and done in such an accessible. Yes. That's way. the other thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um and the the other thing that stood out for me, but I'm I'm not sure I totally can get this together or totally understood it, but that sort of classicism was an antidote to fragmentation yes and that it suggests natural naturalness but you still need to manipulate the body but then when fascism takes over classicism then fragmentation which could be maybe seen as a bad thing is becomes the good thing and yes that was i thought that was really brilliant
1: yeah really really clever Mm. so clever and i i think as well the idea that by wearing something or drawing something or photograph something that refers to violence it's it's like a an act of resilience that you're turning it back on the viewer yeah protecting you're kind of creating a shield for yourself by acknowledging the violence and the trauma around you that was that's amazing i wrote that down as
0: well that you you sort of someone shows what you're afraid of and then by, by, yeah, like you just said, acknowledging it, seeing it, you're not afraid of it anymore.
1: Yes, it's like
0: you've named it. Mm. And then the other thing I thought was was great was this photograph of, is it Dobson, the um, sculptor? Yes, who, yes. Um, whose work was also used for these sort of elongated, quite abstract mannequins. They look quite abstract, mm. but then they're still used to show corsets that non-abstract female bodies wear and i love this thing with this photograph of the sculptor the the mannequins with the corsets and then the fully dressed was it the daughter of the owner of the mannequin com- uh, the corset yes company. it was an actress yeah. yes that was fantastic yeah. and that she wears underneath what well, probably what do you see on these men I, I don't know that was also so i love that
1: yeah. No. It, it. It was. It's really. It's really like Lucy. Really shows you what visual analysis yes, can do. Yes. Absolutely. That's a good, how yeah. just how just really seeking to understand what's happening in images and like within a single image, but between and across a lot of images, how it builds. To this greater understanding of of really deep and difficult themes, yes. I think it's it's brilliant.
0: Yeah. What about you? Is there anything
1: else you? I mean, so many things. I love I love the way she kind of rethinks neoclassicism and and kind of questions aspects of it, as you said. I really loved the Scaparelli analysis yes. because some of the things are things you've see, you see repeated in books so many times like the tear dress mm. but she makes you see them a different way and the way she she really got, because i think it becomes like a, a shorthand in so many books of or, or articles just scaparelli work with Dali. Mm. La la, we've done that yeah. but she really pauses to make you look at specific artworks like that the um Venus de Milo with drawers, with yes. pom on, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and then how that translates onto an actual body, but then is photographed by Beaton. So you have kind of three people at play, and or four if you include the model, and you have the kind of psychological reading of it being, you know, you're, you're also pulling open the drawers of your mind through this, but that the wearer is the only one who knows which are real draws and which yeah. are just decorative. And so I think she's very clever at showing how the wearer might feel as well as someone looking. Mm. Um so I think that's really good. And I love I loved um her discussion of the of the Scaparelli boutique and the and the perfume bottles. And the bear. There's a pink the pink Bear! Oh, my wordy. I didn't
0: know about the pink bear.
1: It's quite extraordinary. Mm. It's quite extraordinary. You know, I love the idea that, you know, I mean, obviously it's kind of elite women who this was talking to, although the perfume went much, much wider than that in terms of sales and advertising. But I love the idea of, you know, popping into the boutique and there's a full size shocking pink bear with drawers in its stomach that with scaparelli jewelry in yes i mean that's that's taking you into a full-on embodied experience Mm. of surrealism isn't it that's living the dream surrealist style
0: yeah and there was one thing i was briefly inter interrupted when i was listening Mm. and around the bear part that she was also saying something about perfume lucy was talking about the flasks and that they're all sort yes of, sort of limbless um torsos but then i didn't catch what was said about the perfume
1: oh right well that was really interesting she talked about the actual perfume itself and about how it kind of you spray it and it cocoons you in that smell. Okay. Mm. And I wanted to ask her what the perfume actually smelt like, but I didn't, I forgot, because there were so many other good questions mm. coming in from other people. Um, but I really liked that idea. And she also talked about the bottles quite a bit and about how it's this sort of cold, hard material, the glass of the bottle, but it's in the shape of a voluptuous, warm body. So there's this dissonance mm. between the material and how the shocking perfume has flowers like really kind of um you know like full bloom bright colored flowers as the head of this limbless torso mm. but that you have to lift that off so it's like yeah. you're lifting off a severed head to mm. reveal the wound and there's this kind of horror and shock to that but that once again you kind of it's protecting yourself that you've done that Do you know what i mean that you've mm. kind of overcome that and and about how innovative she was in having these amazing um, bottles. And it was making me think of the brilliant Marcel Vertez drawings that advertised the perfumes as well, where you have these sort of strange mythical beasts, you know, who are half um, fawn, half person, mm. frolicking around a bottle that's, you know, the, the scent almost becomes something visible in the in the drawings as
0: well wow oh thank you yeah I missed that Um, well it's
1: it's just just fascinating and fascinating as you say to to see it kind of mapped across so many different media as well that you know sculpture painting interior design bottle design dress
0: I love the uh, inclusion of the Andre Kertes photograph
1: as as well that was wonderful Mm. yeah so that so the idea of kind of working on your body.
0: Mm. And then the other thing that I, I sort of, mm, you know, know about, but again, it was really brought home how brutally um, people at the time talk about the female body and, yes, you know, that you have to be slender and yeah, the sort of Vogue article, I think it's called The Slender Truth or something, mm. these sort of methods to slim and that they are in themselves quite violent
1: yeah no, no it really is extraordinary. And I remember when she was doing the research it was like she would come in with more and more of these things and we would be like I can't believe mm-hmm. it. But then when you look now it's it's still pretty much the same yes. and it's still so inculcated that you have to have this specific body and if you're not born with it you must make it and that you're you're kind of morally wrong if you don't do it and and the kind of various like I I remember some of the early adverts that she found from sort of the early part of her period, the early, like te- late teens, early twenties, there's so many images of women where they are kind of wrapped up in white, almost, it looks like bandages with like a scalpel and a, and a doctor looking figure, you know, that you're going to be molded and made. It's almost like he's a sculptor come doctor, who's going to turn you into the correct woman and it is so violent mm. and so kind of traumatic and yet it's presented as rational and and good and logical and scientific yeah that was the other thing
0: what, what she said that at the very beginning that there's certain things appear that we still aware you know it's still around us like black becoming chic and yeah and this sort yes. of pseudoscience used for beauty like you just said um yeah that that was also very interesting
1: yeah no it's 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 such a fascinating area and it's such a brilliant book i'm I'm really it's like really lovely seeing the whole process and it it becoming an actual object that you can hold and that you can read as well no I was wondering also when you said
0: that that Lucy was finding more and more things no maybe maybe that's a stupid question but it must have been quite hard to work on this at times I wonder
1: I think it I think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Lucy, Lucy would yeah, have to a, yeah, answer ask that. I her, mean, yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, I, I know when I was writing about violence in a very different context in nineteen nineties fashion for my first, book that I did reach a point where I felt I never wanted to write about it mm. or think about it again because it is brutal and it is. I don't know. It can seem relentless because I remember I, I, when the book came out, I remember I did a course on that section of the book on violence um, at St. Martin's. And I remember I only ever did it once because I just thought I can't do this. I can't, Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to discuss it in great detail. I don't want to have essays that I have to mark on it because it, it was, it was kind of relentless and insidious. Mm. I I don't know how, yeah. Yeah, I would have have to speak to that. But, But, you know, it is, it's like it's fascinating and it's important to write about difficult issues but then i think it does take a toll on a toll on yeah. you as well. Mm. Mm. yeah i mean i think that's why for the conference in may we're going to have a day that's the first day will be about kind of expressing and experiencing violence and trauma through fashion but also through working in fashion and the second day is is more about healing oh,
0: okay. through that yeah. expression. Mm.
1: So, so we wanted kind of both ways that fashion might, you know, be part of mm. violence and trauma, but also that it can present ways for you to think about that and perhaps overcome it or relieve it, if he, even if only briefly.
0: Mm. And um, when when will you be able to put out the program? Um, in
1: March. Okay. Great. So I I can tell you I will be speaking. Wow! <laughs> because I'm sure you don't hear me speak enough, Beatrice. So you need to hear me a
0: bit. more. No, but you know it, when we speak <laughs> like this, I you might be disappointed, but I'm not waving a banner at this point. Or, or... oh, are you
1: not?
0: No, but I I I will, of course, at the conference.
1: <laughs> oh well, oh well, that's good. Yes. Yeah. that that it makes it worth doing. I'm going to um, shall I tell you? Yes. I am going to talk about this short film from 1929 called Black and Tan Fantasy that's um, with Duke Ellington in it. Oh. Mm. Okay. That's from my forthcoming book. From your forthcoming book. Yep. So. Yes. But most important, Beatrice, I want to tell you that Lucy will give a talk from her book. Oh fantastic.
0: I looked up what the other um, chapters are and absence is something I'm also I'm really interested yes. in yeah, no, it's, reading that.
1: I think the way she structured it thematically is, is wonderful because you do it's like each chapter takes you on this kind of sweep through the 20s and 30s but with such such brilliant detail and, and analysis. Um, mm. I'm not sure what she's going to talk about but she's going to give the first you know the keynote on the first day because it does all oh, come from from her work and what she's been doing so it's it should be nice and it's just nice working with her because she's just so lovely hmm. so it will be it's it's fun i think it's always fun putting together a program and inviting nice nice and brilliant yeah people.
0: well something to look forward to exactly
1: exactly okay 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 we can we can go away and think thoughts about May. yeah yeah. Okay, let's do that. Marvelous. All right, I'll talk to you next week. I'll talk to you next week.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.